I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, this is Milo, and you're listening to the Dockers Debate. So, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, dear listener, from uh, the Dockers Debate, episode 12, Milo. Episode 12, not doing too bad, eh? Yeah, it's good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, we, and, and those thought we'd only get to one or two episodes, eh? What do we say to them? <laughs> they ain't sacked you yet. No, well, well you, you can't, you can't yeah. sack the person <laughs> who runs it, can you? But hey, like hey. No, exactly. Exactly. But no, um, we're here now at Bailey's Avenue just before training starts. Nice September Indian summer, as they say. Nice and warm, 30 odd degrees. You're dressed for the occasion with your long sleeves. Yeah, I know. I've got my long sleeve on. I can't have any. If I don't wear the kit, I get fined, so yeah. I've got to wear everything. Milo decided to get his hair cut without realising this is an audio podcast as well. <laughs> I thought there'd be a few photos, I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's later on, mate. We'll see, we'll see. So, it's not, it's, do you know what? It's not been as bad a start to the season. You know, we know it's early days. We've only had the one defeat in the league so far. How do we think it's going? Yeah, I think it's good. Obviously, it was disappointing in the first game away to Whitstable, which we knew was going to be tough in front of a lot of people. But I think having that early doors has sort of set us forward. I, mean, I think that's our only defeat this season. I know we've got a draw at Glebe, but... The gaffer says it all the time, you know, you don't lose your away games and you, you make this a fortress at home. Anything can happen, can't it, you know? And the thing is as well, it's like I've, I've said to a few people, with Whitstable, like they're, they're like Faversham obviously are one of the heavy favourites doing the league, but Whitstable ain't a million miles away from, from being up there to actually win the league. So, you, yes, you don't like to lose your away games, but that's not exactly a disaster losing to a team of that calibre, is it? No, exactly. And I think last year where we fell short, we... we we didn't do that great against teams that are in and around us and having that game at the start of the season was hard because you want that sort of Christmas time when you know, we're a relatively new squad so you want that coming Christmas time and then you can you can give it a good shot but where it was our first game I think we took a lot of positives from that game as well so I think we just moved on and it was it was alright like, we're, we're a good enough side where we know we're going to play bad if we play well so I think we've done all right, you know. Yeah, I, th- I think the thing is, it was, a, it was a good finish last last season, you know, fourth and being there and thereabouts right up until what, basically the penultimate weekend of the season, really, you know, here if Tam was in with a shout of, of going up and winning the league or making that playoff point. But I think this is where the team's really turned the corner, isn't they, you know? Whereas maybe the sort of Glebes and the Suttons um, the other week, they might have been the ones last season you might have lost. You know, you're actually getting results these places now. No, exactly. And I think this year the league... There's in, last year was probably four teams, us, Phoenix, Dill, and, and, and the Deers. Apart from that, there wasn't really anyone that was challenging. You know, 
this year, you're looking at the league, it's wide open. I, I think anyone can win it this year. Like you said, your Whitstable and your Faversham's are the favourites, but then you know, they've dropped points already. So you, you're looking at that loss at Whitstable, you're thinking, if other teams are winning around you, it's not so bad. But where everyone's sort of lost a game or drawn a game, it, it has evened itself out a little bit, which is good. It's good for us. And we always say as well with the scaffold, you know, I've been covering grassroots football now for, for this channel for a, a quite a while now. Got to know how it works, basically who can beat who, that kind of stuff. And and look at the start Fisher have had. You know, last couple of years, I'm like, you know, this is historically a Millwall channel. I'm from Bermondsey, so, you know, I know Fisher from the old days of Fisher Athletic. But let's, let's call it as it is. No one expected Fisher to be top five, winning five out of five, did they? No, exactly. And I think if you've played against Fisher, you'll know that if you, if you get them on a good day, they could beat anyone. Probably not just in this league, the league above as well. But when, when the pitches turn and gets a bit cold and rainy it evens the pitches get evened out they can't play the stuff that they probably would like to play in the summer and then that's when you start nicking points off teams so yeah, like and, I said it's, it's very open this yeah, year and let's call it as it is in the nicest way you know this is a decent level I think a lot of people who haven't been to the games who have started coming along um, are surprised let's call it as it is surprised with the standard of the football but this ain't everyone's bread and butter there might be some weekends where your star strikers you know yeah. got to work you know what I mean yeah, or hungover. Or, or, or that, or that. We don't have that down here, do we? No, no. Do we? No, no. But, but I mean, for you personally, you know, you've started, what, you've started five of the league games so far? Have you started all yeah. of them? Or you've, yeah. or you've been basically there or thereabouts? You've really made that centre defensive like role yourself. And in, in, like, not just saying it because you're here, as I've said, there's a couple of the like, young fans and the, the youth teams come and watch you play. You're, you're, you're quite clinical in how the build up play starts. So how do you think it's going for you personally and how you're playing? Yeah, I think it's been good, obviously. I had a chat with Woody in the summer and, you know, I was, I was always going to stay knowing what the club was like and stuff like that. So it was just a case of me getting myself fit. Woody was putting sessions on before pre-season for not just myself, but a few of the other lads to get us fit. And I didn't really, I, missed, I think I missed two sessions of pre-season from, for holiday and I, I pretty much played all the games. So going into the first game, I felt good and, and I've just sort of kicked on from there and, 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 and had a good run of games. So, yeah, I think... I started okay, yeah. Yeah. No, you're doing all right. And the thing is as well, that plane that just flew over here, they obviously clearly knew you was you was here. <laughs> and uh, another another low-flying one for, for the photos, you know. But you said about Woody and how the team's going and set you down. The morale and the togetherness in the team is is unbelievable. I mean, like I, like I said, I, I went down to the Leisure Centre a few times. You'd sit there, know Woody and Mark and, and a few of the other people from before, but really getting to know the players. There's a real togetherness this season. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think that, that's come in from last season as well. I think some of the games that we won and probably shouldn't have would just come from our togetherness. And I always think that that probably get you 12 points over a season, just being there because you want to be there. And we, we reiterate in the change room all the time, like, we're here for each other. We're not here because, you know, we're picking up a wage or a massive wage or anything like that. We're here because we want to be here. And, and the lads that Woody have brought in, I think, have fitted that mould as well. So people that have left people that have come in they've all been a similar character so it's been easy for that togetherness to be there mm. which is a testament to the recruitment well, yeah. I don't know the recruit I don't know who the scout is but he's, uh, but he's done fair, well fair play <laughs> he's like the Scarlet Pimpernel no one knows he is because someone, someone's going to scout him exactly but I mean we're walking around the pitch now this is what we do on the show um, as part of these interviews and let's be brutally honest like the, the Leisure Centre weren't a bad little pitch last season it was a little bit of a fortress for fear of tanning in but this is another level. I mean, like, when you first come down here, the potential was there. But let's be honest, very first starting, when I walked around this picture, like, Louis and Henry and, and James Dyer, like, we were, we were walking over bushes and all that. There's been a lot of work gone in to make this a real nice ground there, isn't there? Yeah, no, definitely. And 
I think that's a testament to all the volunteers, all the helpers, people in pre-season coming out here and painting the, the balls um, red and black. So, yeah, that's a testament to the club as well. I think it's brilliant down here. And obviously, the Ledger Centre was all right, but... Well, 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 I would say you say volunteers. Brilliant. You know, we, we did get burger and chips, so there was a oh, wage right, yeah, we yeah. got for it. We did right. land the nearest. If McDonald's. I knew that was the deal, I might have got a paintbrush in my hand. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we missed about over there. If if you get dropped, you can do <laughs> yeah. that corner. Yeah, yeah, but what? Um, but how does it compare to the leisure centre, though? In all seriousness, I think the the thing I've noticed recently is, you know, at the Punjab game, you know, we're standing on the far side of the pitch from the stand. You had supporters down here from Punjab, you know, um, for the Burgess Hill game. We're, we're like we're looking at the pitch now again. Um, like left to right the Punjab as we said to um, as I said to Adam not Punjab sorry Burgess Hill the, the fans were walking around and making away-ins in both halves you know it, it's a completely different feel to it and, and with, with the leisure centre as well where you had the running track on the outside you could sort of hear I mean I've ran the line there um, last season the season before you can you can sort of half feel what's going on but everyone's right on top of you here yeah? yeah no exactly and, and the stand's right next to the dugout so you can hear you can hear everything and it has got a much more community feel with the training ground being behind you've got the bar upstairs you know sometimes we'd go into the bar at the ledger centre it'd be closed or we couldn't go up and we wouldn't train at the ledger centre we'd train elsewhere and you couldn't really get that that sort of community feel to the ground where also it was so far away so you're popping up into the bar and by the time you're up there everyone's gone yeah. and now you're seeing all the all the supporters that come here and say oh do you fancy a beer or anything like that so it's good you, yeah, yeah. you've got that and the thing is as well, and like you said, the community field, you've got three youth teams training over the far pitch tonight. Um, my boys and the others were there yesterday. Yeah. You've got people from like people in the under 23s in the car park now having a chat. Like you say, there's a club here. Yeah. It's, it's not just a team at a grand, you have a couple of beers and you go home. Everything's here, the club's here, you know, the committee's upstairs now, like having, having their little meeting. This, this is, this is one, one of the reasons why we moved, am I right? No, 100%. 100%. And and you can see it and you can feel it you know like you said you've got the 23s and you've got all, all the lads that come and watch on a Saturday like all the youth teams and I mean I think it's brilliant for the boys I've, speaking on behalf of the boys as well we all think it's brilliant so yeah, the move was definitely um, definitely well needed I think Yeah. so are you ready for the um, the infamous quick fire yeah are you, are you really? Yeah. Because Louis and James were and then they were just coming out with <laughs> ridiculous statements like Chinese being better than Indian when Ooh, it yeah, comes so to I'll, me, I'll yeah. say that. All oh, right, okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll go to that one. Okay, right. Who said a kebab? I can't remember. Anyway, right. This is the bit where the uh, editor puts in the uh, ticking clock. So, are you ready? Yeah. What team do you support first of all? Chelsea. Yeah, right, okay. Okay, right. Here we go. So, um, quick fire round sign now. Favorite player growing up? Frank Favorite takeaway? Chinese. Favorite film? Uh, Snatch. Good chat. You don't get many snatches. Favorite song? Uh, a song called Relax My Eyes but I can't play in the change room anymore because I've overplayed it alright okay do you want to sing some no no okay no, fair no. enough no. Maybe, maybe when you score <laughs> weirdest fact about you um, I skip to the end of films to watch the ending and if it's rubbish then I'll just not watch it that is interesting right, what what, did, what what big blockbuster have you done that with we're stopping a quick um, fire I did that with a recent movie I think it was the I've got a, one of them sticks oh, right, and I yeah. watched the, the Meg and I skipped it right to the end and the ending was awful mm. so I, I didn't bother wasting two hours of my yeah. life so Jason Statham you might have been good in Snatch you're yeah. crap at catching large fish right, exactly. we, we know he listens <laughs> Yeah, he is a fan dear listener dear, dear listener <laughs> that, that, yeah the listener is you Jason Statham um, beach or sightseeing holiday uh, beach favourite home ground yeah, Stanmore Stadium. Yeah. Worst away ground. 
Holland and Blair before they got the pitch done. Right. They've had it done now. I haven't gone down there since they've had it done, but it was a shocker. It wasn't very nice. No. Okay. Best fan banter. What have you heard and thought? Do you know what? That's cracking. Even I like Ooh. that being called that. I don't know. I got a bit of stick from the Rustle fans. They had. Um, I was wearing number six, I think, and number six has got a small. Yeah. You probably assume what they were saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Small socks. Yeah. yeah, small socks. And uh, worst fan band. What, what have you heard and thought, oh, I can come up better than that? That's shocking. That Probably that as well, but it right. was so bad it was funny. I think. Yeah, yeah, right. I didn't okay. have a little chuckle myself. Okay, well, well done. That's the quick fire round done. Nice. Do you want any interesting facts about me? I'm terrified of polystyrene. Polystyrene? Yeah, horrible stuff. What, just don't like the feel of it? It's the squeak. Oh, right, yeah, it's yeah. Squeak, it just goes right through. Yeah, don't like it. Cue um, loads of people who listen to this podcast buying me uh, polystyrene when I... Uh, Christmas present. Yeah, right. absolutely. So, yeah, so so just we, we've spoke about the league. Um, let's be brutally honest with, with you as well. I know the like the, the FA Cup we've knocked out early, but it wasn't a bad little run, was it? And and especially with the Burgess Hill games, um, the atmospheres were really, really good, especially back down here at the... Um, back down here at the Stanmore Stadium. Were you impressed with how the team reacted to like, the occasion? Because... Let's not be around the bush. When Burgess Hill was here, they bought down a lot. And it yeah. was, and like I say, they were going behind the goal, went to extra time. You could, I was in the stands, you could feel the atmosphere from the stands. Yeah, no, definitely. I think the, the first and the second legs were pretty similar. I think in the first leg, we had a couple of chances, but I probably think overall they were the better side. But then the second leg, it, it, was, it was one team in it, really. I mean, that second half and the first half of extra time, they was holding on for dear life. And to concede how we did at the end was was heartbreaking but we did say you know you, you play against, you play like that against any other team in our league you get a result you yeah, know, it doesn't yeah, matter if you're playing the big hitters or anything like that and yeah. I think it was a testament to come here you know you've got the people behind the goal smashing the balls and yeah. you know it was good we reacted really well I think Yeah, and the thing is as well in all seriousness that's any level you know like slightly off topic my, my boys who, who I coach they, they got promoted last season and you know the league we was in before we were winning for fun um, can't go into too much details because of FA rules but we were winning for fun yeah. um, when we get promoted you know boys playing exactly the same level they make one mistake we lose one nil. Yeah. you know yeah, and, yeah. and you know it, it does matter what age group it is and, and I think we're, we're here if it was really unfortunate because you know there were so many chances to win the game yeah. yeah exactly and you know you, I do think that that's probably the one negative we have at the minute and that we've been working on and it's not just the forwards it's probably the midfielders and defenders and the build up play and everything like that the chances are there. We've just got to got to be ruthless, and, and in both boxes, that is not just not just our boxes. That's in in their box as well. So yeah. So last couple of questions now, Milo. Yeah. So just just speaking of the atmospheres, what what have you made of the crowd so far and the fans? I mean, there's there's been decent numbers, isn't there? Yeah, definitely. No, really good, really really good. And like you said, I think last year we, we'd we'd get a crowd of say 150, but where they were so far away from the pitch, it it feel like there was only 20 people, and where it was a bit scattered around. But you've got the stand there now, we're looking at it. That, that's that been filled up pretty much every game and you can definitely feel the atmosphere when you're going forward and everyone trying to cheer you on, which is nice. It's nice yeah. when you're playing. Yeah, and the thing is as well, is like, I, I, it's not in a kind of way where... You know, it's all fluff and basically Fulham, yeah. but um, but no one, no one's really on your case, no, exactly. really. You know, like like they might give the old encouragement, like "Oh, come on, Milo, yeah, yeah, sort your socks out," yeah, yeah. kind of thing. But um, but you know, it's not, it's not anything too horrible. But but you know, what are your aspirations? You know, overall in football and and with Irith Town. First of all, I mean, let's not be around the bush. Let's say, for example, you play for Irith Town and someone four or five divisions up. You're, you're, you're going to shoot off, but what you know? What's your what, what, what do you hope to achieve with Beer of Town, and then you know, like I say, overall in football. Well, yeah, for Beer of Town, I think 
definitely trying to get promotion or, or, or trying to get into the playoffs to give us the best opportunity to get promoted. I think for me, winning a trophy free of town would it, it would fill me with joy because I know how much effort people like yourself and Mark and other committee members put into the club and Kay as well. I think to give something back to the people that have worked so hard behind the scenes would, would give everyone, I think, a lot of joy. And then really aspirations for myself, I've always said I want to try and play the highest level possible, whether that's with Eriff Town or with anybody else. I think if you're enjoying your football and you're playing regularly and you're playing well, it's only natural that someone higher will yeah, come yeah. and pick you up. If you start looking for levels, then sometimes you you might not play or you, you might try to, or, you, or you try too hard. You try too hard, exactly. And if you're playing at your level and you're playing well, it'll only be a matter of time before someone snaps yeah, you up. So absolutely. That's, that's my sort of stance on it. And finally, you know, <laughs> all jokes aside, um, with this pod, you know, I said we out the front and we jested slightly, but there's been about 5,000 downloads of this, this show so far. So clearly people like not they might think I'm an absolute pillock <laughs> probably but um but you know you're getting regular downloads you're getting regular listeners you know I was I was upstairs for the Punjab game people were coming up to me asking is it being recorded people want to hear our ear of town getting on yeah. what's your message for everyone who's listening downloads comes to the game on the basis of what they hear the the jokes and humor yeah no just keep listening keep supporting if there's ever a Saturday you want to come up and Speak to us after the game, have a few beers, and you're more than welcome to. To, to buy you one. Yeah, or, or I'll buy one if you want me yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've got to get the first one, though. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, no, thank, thanks for coming and thanks for listening. And um, should we have one more final up the Dockers? Yeah, up the Dockers.